Evening, boys and girls. TMA Friday night here with the Pidge and Super Danny Iron. Uh, evening, fella. Um, as always, we're proud and, and honoured to be associated with the Watford Football Club, former players club, fronted by Lou Blissett and uh, Neil Price. Head on over to facebook.com forward slash Taylor May Players and just look out for Cali's Disco tonight. Um, it's usually around eight o'clock. Uh, we usually post up the link, but if you haven't seen it, it's on mixcloud.com forward slash live. That's Nigel Callahan. That's uh, Cali, um, the famous number seven from the golden era, the GT era, um, banging out the tunes to this uh, perfect start to the weekend. Right. Okay. So let's get all everything um, Rotherham United related and everything else in between. You can comment about the occupation road change as well. Uh, and anything else you want to talk about transfers and um, what's going on through the season. But let's straight away, let's get in on it. Um, couple of nice, tasty new features as well, courtesy of um, Sir Danny of Iron. Um, but yeah, before that, um, hot off, hot off a fantastic hundred year celebration, straight over to the New York station uh, stadium to play. Um, Rotherham, mate, it's good, should be, should be a good game, mate. It is. I mean, you know, I mean, Tuesday was just you know, incredible. It was, it was so fitting, you know, it, it was. It, something was always going to happen Tuesday, you know, the 100-year celebration. I mean, the, the way to win a football match, if, 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 if you know, you could choose the perfect way, is to win it in the, literally with virtually the last kick of the game in front of the rookery. I mean, it was perfect. I mean, it was just... Because where me and Becky sit, we literally sit right on the top of the rookery, about four or five rows from the back, and, like, yeah. it takes ages to get out. So uh, so every every game, we always wander down to the front so we can get out quickly. And we, we, I was honestly thought, ah, this will be a draw, you know, okay. And then literally we got down near the front. So we we always wait till the final whistle anyway. So we literally just went down the front. And then literally it was just, the, the rookery just exploded. When, I mean, when Bayer scored that guy, it was just, it was brilliant. You know, I took, took Jack with as well, the nephew as well. It was just, it was, it was just brilliant, brilliant night. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a night that I think a lot of us will, we won't, we, um, will remember it was a brilliant night you know so so on in, on, on in the season but it just felt so so key you know you know having <clears throat> Pedro and Saab back and you know and, and, and more so for Bayo as well you know he's he's, had, he's only been in the door for five minutes but he's getting a lot of stick recently and the, as a striker the only way to you know anti critics is to score the goal and what better way to score the winner mm, very true mate and um, just uh, like thank everyone uh, logging back onto Taylor Army Forum. Uh, we're on their Twitter and our YouTube channel, Taylor Army TV. But uh, yeah, going back to that, Danny, yeah, um, I don't do the midweek games. The missus more or less doesn't. But, you know, it's one of those ones that you don't want to miss and um, mm. you certainly want to be part of. And from what I saw of the, obviously, I watched the full game. I didn't see much of the celebrations, but it looked absolutely amazing. And like you said, fitting. Fitting the way it finished. Even Chris Wilder said that probably destined to be the way it panned out as well, which is quite nice for an opposition manager because you usually get them doing a bit of a clop and moaning about conditions or time wasting, all that rubbish. So, like, fair play to him. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm glad for Bio um, mm -hmm. that he got his goal because, yeah, okay, he hasn't set the world alight at the moment, but he's mainly paid to score goals and he, he came up trumps and hopefully for it. And we said this. Um, Wednesday night, hopefully for his confidence, it's certainly he let him kick on and um, get going. But um, yeah, Rotherham, it's uh, you know for most teams it's a very tough place to go, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's you know they've, they've had quite a decent start season. You know for their standards, yeah. I think if you ask any Rotherham fan, 
their aim is just to simply stay in the league. So that's not being disrespectful. That's just, you know, they, they haven't got the budget to compete with, you know, lots of us and a lot of other teams, you know, and they've just come up. So as a newly promoted team, the aim is to stay up. So I think you'll have to argue, if you're a Rotherham fan, you'd be absolutely delighted with the start you got. Have they lost yet? Did they lose in the week? I can't, I can't actually remember. Um, I'm not sure. I've been keeping up with their results, but yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you. They are tough to, certainly tough yeah. to beat. They've let, had a decent start. A quick check. I, I know before this week, they haven't lost. So um, let me just have a quick check. Um, come back to me. But yeah, anyway, um, it's, it's going yeah, to be a tough on, game. On, it's it's going to be a tough game. Um, you know, away from home, you know, we haven't, we haven't won yet away from home. So it, it's about time we got, we got a win. Um, it's going to be inter- the team's going to be interesting as well. You know what Rob said in his uh, press conference. Davis is in contention. Uh, Semmer's probably doubtful. Um, Hawes are probably he'd probably start for me because you know he, he was only on the pitch for ten minutes Tuesday and he made a massive impact. You know he he see he, like he was literally on the pitch for ten minutes. He won every header. When it from, from what I've seen anyway, you know every header, every tackle, and he just gives us that balance as well on the left hand mm-hmm. side. You know if if he's going to stick with a back three. You know, Courtney Orders is perfect, you know, because he slots in that left left centre back position. Mm, definitely. Um, anyone on Facebook, Tailormade Army TV, there is uh, just above our heads is a little description of how you can get your name up, like bit like Ryan Durham's done. Um, so when we flash it up, but I'm I'm look, I've got the forum open so I can see the the um comments flashing up. So don't worry, I will shout them out anyway. But if you want to put them, if you want to do it that way, just look at the description above our heads and it shows you how to do it. Um, Mr. Gary Iron, he says, um, uh, yeah, I think someone you might know, to be honest, mate. He says the transfer window wasn't so bad, but it's a shame uh, we didn't get a right back in. But keeping San Pedro was great. And I think Ngakia could be our be our right wing back um, when he comes back from injury. That's why he hasn't featured. And maybe that's why uh, we didn't get one in. Uh, like I said, we got Gaspar to replace Kiko. And uh, Halsey said, um, Sar and Pedro staying. Good to see that them guys want to play football every week. And not want to be bench warmers elsewhere. Um, Ryan said, I'm generally excited of the season. Pedro Sard, Davis, Spria, loser, Chaldi Hawes, um, or House, uh, Kamara, top quality players. Yeah, I mean, how pivotal was that to not having any really, apart from Dennis, any really major outgoings in the um, the window? It, it, it's massive, you know. It's. Um... You know, I'm not just going to say this because boys, but, you know, we've got the two best players in the league. I don't care what anyone says. San Pedro are the two best players in the league, bar none. We, we, we are very fortunate to have them in this football club. You know, we saw what San Pedro, OK, last time was a championship, Pedro sort of tailed off a bit towards the end of the season. But, I mean, on the balance of the whole season, San Pedro were brilliant, you know. And we've seen, we haven't seen, we've seen glimpses already this season. You know, you just, you just hope that now they're, you know, by the sounds of things, they're just going to kick on. They're not going to let any anything affect them. They're going to kick on. And I'll, I'll say it to my dad. I'll say it to everyone that Sari's, you know, don't get me wrong, Sari is brilliant. But out of the two, you, you'd probably more want to keep Pedro. And that's not being disrespectful to Sar, but I think Pe- Pedro, Pedro's, but he's the match winner. You know, Sar has glimpses of flashy moments, but Pedro is just, I mean, you saw on Tuesday, he was absolutely unplayable. It was just an absolute. It, it was it was incredible to watch him. You know, it, with the ball at his feet, he's incredible. You know, and if we'd have lost Pedro, I, I wouldn't have been so sure of us actually get promoted. You know, that that's how big Pedro is for us this season, in my opinion. Mm, definitely, a few hellos from um, Ryan, um, Mr. Kid, Chris Kid. Evening, mate. He says so happy to see loser back in training. 
Halsey. Saar wants to play every week, so he is well match fit for the World Cup for Senegal. Uh, Ryan said, I think Saar down the middle with Pedro behind is going to yeah. work amazing. Uh, certainly agree with what you were saying that, you know, we've got the best two strikers. I mean, we had the best front three in the league by a million, million miles. And I think as poor as our league, uh, you know, our league campaign was last season, the experience for Pedro has really helped him. I know it sounds a bit of a bit of a weird thing to say, but I do think, like a lot of people say, players come out of uh, come out of uh, out of adversity um, better for it. And I think certainly with Pedro, he he will see that he's seen that side of when it doesn't go quite um, your way, and yeah. Certainly, certainly that will help him and possibly Saad to, to a certain degree. And I think why people um, criticise Saad so much is because it's probably a backhanded compliment for a lot of people because we know how good the guy is. It's just get really unlocking that consistency that sometimes we do not see. But he's a, he, look, we all know what a fantastic player he is in Pedro. And um, yeah, yeah, better, better to have him than not. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, if, if you'd have asked any Watford fan, I mean, even me included, I, I genuinely was expecting to lose. You know, Dennis Pedro Sar, I was expecting to, to lose at least two. You know, I was I was convinced Sar was going to go. I was, you know, Dennis did go in the end, but, you know, I, I kind of knew Dennis was going to go. And then Pedro was kind of the one that was, wasn't was really being talked, spoke about in the summer. You know, it was like he got kind of under the radar. And then you sort of start, he had, you know, scoring in the first game. And then, other teams were like, hang on a minute, this this kid is special. You know, what fans we know is special. And, you know, um, if you'd have asked me, you know, if, if you'd have asked any what fan, would Star, Star still be a Watford player come the end transfer window? You know, I, I probably wouldn't would have had to disagree. I just I thought he was going to go. We've just got to be so grateful now. We're still here. Hope he kicks on, you know, and let's just, um, let's let's see where, where it takes us towards the end of the season. So I, I think it's going to be massive. Massive rest to keep to keep out of this football club. Yeah, definitely. Let me just shift that out of the way. Uh, yeah, Chris said um, Sarza, Sarza, you know, he really rates the kid. But excellent player. Yeah, completely agree. Mr. Lee Kusak, thanks once again for the coasters, mate. Um, he says Espria will be the best out of the lot. The kid is absolute class. Um, yeah, I mean, certainly. Just before we get to that lineup, and um, yeah, Espria at the moment, we've got to protect him. We've got to. You know, fits and spurts, you know, give him a rest when he's needed and all that kind of stuff. We know that wrap him up in a bit of um cotton wool, but yeah, what a what a fantastic prospect we've got in the squad with um Mespria. Definitely. I mean it, it like like you just said, he you know, he's young, he you can't really afford to pay him every game because you know he's such a young lad. I mean, off the bench off the bench he's brilliant. off the bench on there against QPR, I thought he was right. I know we lost, but then I thought thought he did all right. He wasn't nothing special. I'm not going to sit and say he was anything brilliant on Tuesday because he wasn't. But he, he he's showing glimpses, and he's getting once once he gets more and more games, you know, more starts and whatever else, he's gonna he's gonna be you, you're gonna see one hell of a player. I'm fully beyond that. He's gonna be a you know a, a fantastic prospect. We've we've just got to be careful with him because again, he's he's so young and so raw. Mm. Yeah, exactly, mate. And yeah, go through the go through that formation, and obviously I'll put mine up in a minute, guys and girls as well. Um, slightly different for once because we usually agree on this a lot. Um, slightly one or two changes, but um, yeah, dissect both um, lineups, put your own lineups in, what you agree and disagree with, and let's get talking about um, who do we think is going to start. But um, yeah, you're starting eleven, mate. Yeah, it looks looks pretty tidy that. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, Batman, he, he's the number one. Don't need to speak about him. Um, Courtney yours for me, you know, touch upon it. You're playing the back three. You have to have a left-sided centre-half in there. You have to for the balance. You know, he's got he got 10 minutes in the bag on Tuesday. He's now ready to start, in my opinion. Horse plays for me. Siralta, you know, he plays he, he, he plays in that middle. And then it's George between Kafka and Cabaselli. And I think Cabaselli's all... I'm, I always worry when Cabaselli's on the ball. And, you know, you saw you saw against um, QPR, you know, dropping Kafka and putting Cabaselli in. Kafka has to play. At, ahead of Cabaselli anyway, Kafka has to play. You know, you know what you get from Kafka. He's 7 out of 10 every week. He's reliable. He's not... He, excuse me. <coughs> he's not the quickest. But you know, you know what you get from Kafka. You know, you're just going to get a sound 7 out of 10 performance every week. Kamara, don't need to say any more, you know. Um, Kiembe, I have to shout out Kiembe. He was brilliant on Tuesday, wasn't he? He was really good on Tuesday. You know, he's, he's, had, his, he's had his critics, I think, this season. You know, I'm, I'm one of the ones that still I still think he can produce a little bit more. But Tuesday, you, you, saw, you saw what he can bring to this side, you know. He, he's not the player you want to be sort of getting the ball from the defence. He's the player... You want you want Chowdhury just to sit there, give the ball to Kiembe, Kiembe to drive forward. You know he, he's showing that on Tuesday. That's that's the kind of midfielder he is. And then obviously, I mean, Jao Pedro and Sar don't need to say anything. And then the other striker, it's it's literally between Bayo, Aspria, Davis. You know, I've gone for Bayo because you know he scored the win on Tuesday. He, you know, his confidence is going to be up. Give him a start, see what he can do. He might get a goal, and then you know, if, if he scores, he plays well. He might get a run in the side, which will do him good and it'll do the team good. Yeah, definitely, mate. Uh, I think I think I'll, I'll shout shout mine in a minute, but um, I think that's probably more realistic than my one. I've put a couple of people that possibly are not ready, but um, I think that's probably nearer the button than um, what my one is. I do like the formation where you put Pedro behind the front two. I do think you, that's you, you have to Pe- Pedro. You have you have to. You know, in this formation or any formation, really, you can play. You have to give Pedro a free role. You just—he's one of them players. You just have to let him let him do his own game. You know, he's a team player. Show show so much brilliance in the game. You know, you, you saw his assist on Tuesday where he's got the ball on the left hand side. He's cutting, played a lovely ball to Sun, scored. You know, Pedro is—I'd love to see Pedro's heat map. It really is every every time he's in, just absolutely everywhere on the pitch. You know, that's why you have to go, give these players just a free role, just to go wherever they want to go. You know, no pressure on him, and you know. Pedro, whether it's an assist or a goal, he's the ma- he's the match winner for us. Mm. Yeah, mate, definitely. And um, right, I'm going to see if I can get mine up as well because typically I've gone through all the ones um, and all the pictures that I said I was going to put up for you, and then I didn't put my right. Okay, so I put this up just before I do that. Um, we've got uh, Mr. Kusek says, "Don't think Bayer will start. A Spreer will keep his place." Halsey said, "A slight concern is the break for the World Cup." Um, game's not there. We could be winning with Sam Pedro about uh, then before we know it. It's January window and the same worry starts again. And it could possibly happen. Um, that's my one. I think your one, like I said, um, is probably more near the button and more realistic than my one. This is with possible ones that are fit and slight difference with the cabs. Uh, I think cabs probably start, but I do take your point with Cathcart. I think he's slightly a bit more reliable on these feet. And Cabs, sometimes when he touches it, you sort of think, ah, oh, he doesn't get it out of his feet quick enough. Which from a centre-back is, you know, is um, a deft touch. You know, that's the first thing you do with a centre-back because, you know, forwards are going to chase you down. But um, possibly Cabs on the on a right of a three. 
Ngakia was hoping and Davis hoping to start. I, it was nothing against Bio or Esprit. I thought both of them, especially Esprit, has been excellent. I think with the way, if they were both, for argument's sake, they're, they're both starting and this is the formation they were going with. I think that dropping Espria, um, it's more of giving him a rest than like full-on dropping him because he has, he's been playing excellent and it's just giving him a bit of a break. And Gakia, I think out of him and Gaspar, if he's fit, he will be playing. I think that's what Rob said, that he's welcoming him back in the squad. Um, but if obviously he's not fit, then yeah, Gaspar, Gaspar on the right, 100, 110%. It's how you work it. If you work it as a two up front like you did, obviously I would put go, go with what you did. I'll put Pedro behind a two. If they go work as a three, it's interchangeable between Pedro and De um, Davis, left and right. You know, they can both change. It's, to be honest, so can Saar. You can confuse him totally and put Saar on the left and let him cut in. So, yeah, I mean, either one will work. I, I wouldn't complain about if you, the formation that you put up was um, up there. I think that's probably a little bit more realistic than my one with um, two, Davis and Ngakia. Um, possibly not starting, but both both formations are pretty much three four three. I think the one thing I'm looking at from what Rob's bringing, and we haven't seen much of it at the moment, is we go one nil up, we sit back, and we got a, we've got to play a three four three. We don't play a five three a five two three. That's the only thing because when we're playing as a five, we t tend to sit back a little bit, and it puts too much pressure on us. Hence QPR. Um, I think that's the perfect example with certain passages of play. When we do play a 4-3-4, four, three, three, four, three, four, three, yeah, I've got it out there in the end, <laughs> we do, we, and we do play play some football, play down the middle. We do have some um, creativity and do have some joy. Just We've just got to find that balance through 90 minutes, but I, I, I'm, I'm confident it will happen. Yeah, same. I'm, yeah, I'm quite, you know, you, you say this a lot, but I'm, I'm confident we'll get results today, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, so do I, mate. Um, right, okay, you've got a, a nice little um segment that you've um thought, yeah, of, certainly, mate. Yeah, go for it. The floor's yours, mate. Yeah, no, it's just uh, just for you know, something different. You know, I've done a this this one's actually quite quite difficult. It's basically just a, a one to 11 of players that have played for Watford and Rotherham, you know. So I'll go, it's a uh, I've basically I've just had to pick formation where I could fit these players in. So I've gone for a five five what is it? A five yeah, like basic formation like we're playing now, sort of a three no, hang on, let me work it out. Yeah, yeah, three four three. Yes, yeah, three four three formation. So obviously you've got Scott Lotion goal. And I'll, I'll read some stats as well, because I've done my research. So Scott Loach, he played 163 games for Watford. Uh yeah, 163 games for Watford. Uh, so he kept... Hang on. No, sorry. Sorry, he played 239 games. Oh, I don't, I don't bloody know. But anyway, anyway, he played a lot of games for Watford. He uh, he made 38 clean sheets. And for Rotherham, he only made four appearances and kept one clean sheet. He's uh, the next one. This is Joel Ekstrand. don't know if anybody remembers. He, had, he, he did play for Rotherham. He made one appearance for Rotherham. Sort of, I think that was his last club. He played <clears throat> played 100 games for Watford, scored two goals, and one assist. Uh, and obviously Rotherham, he just played one game, didn't didn't do anything. Uh, he's an excellent Adam Thompson. Any member him? Sort of young young play, didn't really make a massive impact. 
sort of left around 2012, I think, 2013. So, and he made 15 appearances for Watford, one goal. And Pidge, can you remember whose only goal for Watford was against? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not really it, sure, mate. It was, but, in, um... it was in a two-all draw against Preston, I believe. Oh, go on, mate. Go on, it mate. was, it was, uh, yeah, I just said it, against Preston, two-all. Two-all draw against Preston. Nice. And Matt, I'm pretty sure, I mean, my knowledge is weird, but Matty Wichler, I'm pretty sure, scored the other goal. So, it was lucky. Uh, two goals from Watford, like Watford boys. So, it was quite good. And for Rotherham, sort of, he played 14 games, one assist. And the next one is Mr. Lloyd Doyley. Don't know, obviously, we all know, you know, he's played a lot, a lot of games at Watford. And he, we released him and he went to play for Rotherham. He played three games for Rotherham. Didn't do anything, but uh, obviously Watford, we all know, he wasn't uh, a prolific goal scorer. <laughs> Scored two goals, but he did get nine assists, which is, you know, he's, he's, he's okay, I suppose. He's uh, an excellent. Matt Sadler, bit of a, uh, probably one to forget, <laughs> to be honest, to play for Watford. Wasn't uh, the best left-back we've ever had. Uh, 35 games, three assists. No goals, and he made one appearance for Rotherham. They all come. Uh, next one is this one. Right, this is, I don't even know who this is because I've not got the names, but I'll do the next one. So, this one is Lee Williamson. Lee Williamson, this was played for Northampton as well, my local team. So, he made 78 appearances for Watford, five goals. 10 assists for Rotherham. So, we signed him for Rotherham. We signed him at the same time as Will Hoskins, if you remember. 2000 in, uh, 2007 in the Premiership, January transfer window. We signed him and Will Hoskins. So, 78 goals. Sorry, 78 appearances, 5 goals, 10 assists. For Rotherham, 62 appearances, 10 goals, 5 assists. And obviously, we'll go on to Will Hoskins because we just spoke about him now. Uh, is that him? Where is he? There he is. So, Will Hoskins, 70 games, nine goals for Watford, five assists. And then for Rotherham, 80 games, 24 goals, five assists. Uh, this one is Lana Wainsworth. Wasn't probably a lot of what fans may not remember him. Only played 20 games for Watford, no goals, no assists. 18 games for Rotherham, one goal, four assists. And then this one, Paolo Vanazzo, who's actually probably one of the most underrated players I've seen in one, but I actually really liked. I thought he was a brilliant player. 104, 104 games, three goals, no assists for Rotherham, 30 games and no goal contributions. Uh, I think this one, uh, Stephen Kelly, I don't remember even, we had him on loan, sort of, I think it's 2004, 2005 time, something like that. We had him on loan from Tottenham. And he did have a spot at Rotherham on loan before that. He played 35 games for Rotherham. So, by the looks of things, that's a full season on loan. So, 35 games, two assists. And then he was on loan at Watford. 13 games, no goals, no assists. So, that's just the 1-11 to 11 of... Obviously, there is probably loads more that have played for both. But, as you think of any more, drop them in the comments. But that is my 1-11 to 11 of Watford-Rotherham players. Well done, mate. That was fantastic. That's why I took myself off the stream and just let you get on with it. That was absolutely amazing, yeah, yeah. mate. So I'll definitely look forward to the Reading one. That should be good. And uh, Lounsey yeah. actually met when I um when I was travelling with Emil. Um they used to always around the Bristol sort of area, they used to stop mm. off at certain um 
uh, not hotel, so yeah, sort of a hotel. And there a lot of the teams were going down there. Port Vale were down there. Um, we met mm. Mike Boyle and um, Lounsey was there. So we got chatting with him. Lovely. Yeah. I, to be, to be honest, yeah. I, I never really, I don't really remember him much playing for Wonderwall. I know he, he did, he, he made sort of, was a handful of games. I've got to mention him actually. Yeah, he, uh, is, it, is this him? I can't, I, I, I can't remember which, which, because I've, I've done like a, uh, I've got them all off transfermarket.co.uk, but I've, I've got to save the actual players' names. I can't remember which one was his. Uh, I can't even remember. I, I did save it somewhere. I know. I, I don't. I forgot to do it. But anyway, yeah. I, I know he did. He didn't play much, much Watford, and I don't think he played much for Robert Meeks. He was kind of a lower league sort of player, wasn't he? He didn't really do much in his football career. Hmm. No, good. Yeah, Lounsey was good. Um, yeah, good, good lad. We sort of spoke to about him. Had a bit of banter going. Um, you know, um, why didn't you get in this side when we had the likes of Jamie Morley playing for us? And I said, uh, <laughs> Come on, you can't be that bad, Nafe. And um, yeah, no, fair play to him. He, I thought he had a decent spell at Port Vale as well, and he was a uh, good laugh about it. Took the piss back and and um, said, at least I got nearer the squad than you lot. I went, oh yeah, good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair play to him. Yeah, no, um, it was fantastic meeting uh, Martin Foyle as well. What a legend uh, for Port Vale. Mm. So yeah, no, no, good stuff, mate. Yeah, no, fantastic, mate. Certainly. Uh, few blasts from the past that I uh, totally forgot. I didn't realise um, Doyley had a spell at Rotherham. So, mm. yeah, no, mate. Shows, <laughs> uh, my knowledge is crap in certain places. Yours is absolutely tip-top. So, um, yeah, definitely. I'll let you carry on doing those segments, mate, because I'll be absolutely shocking. Um, but, no, brilliant, mate. Yeah, what's your prediction for tomorrow? Um, score prediction, obviously. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to go 3-0. I think I'll go 3-0. Why not? 3-0. I'll go uh, Pedro. I will go... Pedro will get two, and I reckon we will see uh, a corny horse header. Why not? Yeah, yeah well, might as well. <laughs> might as well. Uh, it was great seeing him making an appearance on Tuesday as well. Certainly gave us a lot of hope as well. And um, Mr. Kusak saying he's probably he's he's agreeing with you, mate. Uh, in a way, I don't blame you. Um, Cabaselli was toilet on Tuesday. That's um, from Mr. Kusak. Uh, yeah, just a bit of news. Obviously, Ken Semmer is um, he left the field with nursing a groin injury uh, on um, midweek, so um, he's fighting to be fit. Um, certainly, um, your old one of your old man's um, players, certainly, and a lot of people's um, favorite for certainly with his hard work. So, if he doesn't play, it's certainly be missed, especially like I said already with his hard work, he's uh, certainly counts for double. Um, yeah, so he's fighting to be fit. Um, in contention, obviously, Craig, Mr. Kaff got a dust cart, as we call him uh, on TMA. Um, not not slagging him off, it's just our nickname for him. Um, he should be um, back. Um, he did sustain a bit of a gash, o- gash over the um, eyebrow, apparently, a collision with um, Burris Ford. Um, obviously, Davis is in contention. Um, and Gakia with a back complaint, so that completely wipes my right wing back um, prediction out the window. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we've got um we've still got a you know decent side, like I say Bio if he starts um you know full of confidence go- going into Saturday. So yeah, definitely definitely one hopefully one to watch. Uh, Dave's on evening, mate. He's he finally gone on fashionably late, even though I'll WhatsApp him the um the time, but I'll let him off for that. Uh Rotherham are decent at home, will be a tough game, nil-nil. Uh, we've got Mr. Gary Iron says I think we will win four-nil. Definitely, mate. You're a man after my own heart. Definitely a bold prediction, but you never know. Um, Super Chris Kidd has said 3-1. 
uh, to the Hornets. So I hope he is. He said 3-1, so hopefully he's saying Watford. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely... And by the way, Halsey, yeah, hats off. I'll definitely echo this. He said, good feature and info. Thanks, Danny. Definitely top marks there, mate. I'll give it a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. There's definitely <laughs> Ken, Simmer, Ken Simmer effort there for um, that feature. 110%, mate. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see you tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, uh, with, uh, once again, with the verdict live where you, the fans... Get your opinion on the um, result that is finished. Obviously, the fallout uh, at the New York Stadium between uh, Robin United and Watford. So that'll be eight o'clock with myself. I think um, Sir Dunk, but it'll be one or two of us. So um, do apologise. You have to put up with me for a further day. And also Sunday, where the, the podcast, you choose the topics. And as always, we will discuss them. So we'll see you back eight o'clock on there on the TaylorMade Army Forum on TaylorMade Army TV on YouTube and TMA underscore TV on Twitter. So every single one of you, thank you ever so much, every single time you watch. It's a pleasure from us, the fan, uh, fellow fans, giving you fans a voice and uh, getting fantastic people to assist me and um, help me amongst like many people like the legend that is Super Danny Iron. So, um, yeah, thank you very much, guys. Um, Ryan said, cheers, guys. Great show as always. Halsey. Cheers, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you ever so much. Um, yes, Chris has just cleared up. It was Watford. No, no, you're right, mate. I know you were saying Watford. Um, would you just start Davis up front, getting match fit over the next um, five games? Yeah, just before we go, mate, yeah, on Dave's point, um, would you just I start would, him up front anyway? Uh, nah, because, I mean, he's, whether he's injured or he's been ill is, you know, different matter. But, you know, you've... When players are, you know, not, he's clearly not fully match fit, so you can't probably can't afford to start him. You just have to kind of ease him in, you know, maybe give him 20 minutes tomorrow, you know, give him 30 in the next game, and then, then he might be ready for a start. But in my probably humble opinion, he's probably one or two games away from getting a start, but you, you never know. He, he, might, he might be fully fit. We'll just have to wait and see tomorrow. Cool, mate. Right. Okay. So, like I said before, we see you at eight o'clock tomorrow night. Um, thank you ever so much. As always, you've been beautiful. We've been too, mate. It's good night from that man. It's good night from that man. <laughs> See you later, guys.